Good morning. I'm Byron Fayette. It is the 8th of April, 2021, and as I consider leaving the architect swamps forever for Denver, where an enlightened city is about to recognize the right of people to drink beer on public streets, I note that on this day in history, 876 AD, the Mongols laid siege to the Chinese city of Kaifeng, I only mention that because the mother of my Chinese ex-fiancé, potential mother-in-law, still gripes about that that event 1,200 years later, and, and hell, she was probably there for it. Today in 1918, Charlie Chaplin and Douglas Fairbanks started selling war bonds on the streets of New York during World War I. Curiously, though they supported the war, neither had the character of cojones, to give up their Hollywood salaries, act like men, and put on an actual uniform and actually fight. Those old two constants through history, death, and taxes have another companion, actors who talk big but do little. hundred years ago, they talked up the war but ran from the fight. These days, they talk environmentalism but own palatial estates, a, a yacht, planes, and helicopters, while telling you and me that the old car we drive to work is a big drag on the environment. On the way, how Amendment 13 made my cousin rich and how you you really don't have the right to vote. Now, here in the Architects, or, well, anywhere these days, there are lots of people talking about their constitutional rights, people who Definitely never read the Constitution and those who, well, don't know even what a Constitution is. They'd be surprised to learn they are not guaranteed the right to vote. I went long on Section 1, so I'll hit on that one later. They'd also be surprised that slavery, yes, slavery, remains legal in the United States. Now, now it can't, nor it should be, based on race. It can only be used as a punishment for a crime. And when my entrepreneurial cousin, Skivo Fiat, learned about that, uh, the wheels uh, and the Bitcoin machines in his head started turning over and over. He suddenly decided to put in a bid to run a private prison. What was his bid per prisoner? The Bureau asked. Well, Skivo inquired, um, well, what is the normal bid? $40 per prisoner per day was the answer. Skivo said he'd take up to 640 prisoners per year at the rate of $2 per day per prisoner. His plan? Cousin Skivo had 160 acres and lots of unused log chain. He would house each prisoner on a quarter-acre lot. Doing the math, that's where the 640 figure emerges. He would chain each down with a 40-foot length of log chain and give them each a packet of garden seeds or maybe a couple of chickens, or for the lucky ones, a milk cow or a hog. Skivo, who, though he dropped out of junior high at the age of 14, once read, or at least looked at, the pictures of the British magazine called The Economist, Skivo knew market forces would emerge and go into play, and a thriving system of barter would emerge among the prisoners. Did it work? Those of us in the architects, we often hear of loved ones dying in Texas, Arkansas, or Louisiana state prisons, but we never, we never hear much of that regarding 
the prisons of Skivo I, Skivo's grandfather, I should call him Skivo III now, um, Skivo I Penitentiary. And by the way, that was many years ago, the chains have rusted out, Skivo still gets $2 per day per prisoner, except these days, most are growing corn, some are growing yeast, and they mix them together, and no, it's not moonshine, it's pandemic and sanitizer. I'm Byron Faith, reminding you to drink at home. It's cheaper, it's safer, and the jail you'd wind up in for DUI, well, won't be near as jolly as the Skivo Prison somewhere in the Arklatex.